I have a captive lion. I have a Christmas pass. Welcome to Date Fight. It's the show that pits great moments from history against each other. Yes, he's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we are the warring factions of the Crusades. Oh, no, that's a terrible... No, I'm going <laughs> to rewind on that. <laughs> no, let's stick, keep let's with stick, it. Stick. It's fine. OK, the score yeah. at the moment this week is 4 all. What? So everything to play for. The stakes could not be higher and the adrenaline is certainly pumping in this room. I'm sure it is in your ears too. It's time for us to pick some facts then from the 20th of December. On the 20th of December, 1192, Richard the Lionheart was taken prisoner by Leopold of Austria. Richard the Lionheart had gone on a crusade, at which point he'd managed to offend Everyone. <laughs> so to cut when he came was home, was he like the Roy Chubby Brown of monarchs? Essentially, right. <laughs> right. I know you're having a crusade. <laughs> Do you know I was laughing hardest? Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, so he had to come back from the crusade disguised as a Templar, so that no one knew who he was. Brilliant. Any historical fact involving disguises—that's an automatic <laughs> point for me. Yeah. So there, again, he went to the fancy dress shop. They were out of sexy nuns, so he went straight for Templar. Uh, <laughs> Which, surprisingly, they still had very much in stock, yeah. if a little dusty. I've got loads of Templars. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, unfortunately, he was recognised by Leopold of Austria. He went, that's just Richard the Lionheart in a sexy nun outfit. That would be so easy to score. You know, it's just low pizzicato. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> And then I think a trombone. Hang on, I can do it live. Yeah. <laughs> One of those? Yeah. yeah. In fact, I mean, template isn't a very good disguise because it's just different clothes. It's a tunic, isn't yeah, it's it? A tunic. Yeah. It's a different, slightly different to your other medieval tunic. It's the cheapest outfit you can get. It's yeah. that sort of, you know, that sort of, sort of fibrous papery. Yeah, no kind one's allowed of. to smoke near him just in case he went, went up. <laughs> The house party he went to with the candles. Um, So he was uh, taken prisoner by Leopold of Austria, who was cross with him because he said he had killed Conrad of Montferrat. I don't think we know if that's true. Um, But what he definitely had done was taken Leopold of Austria's flag off the top of the castle they'd taken at Acre and stamped it into the ground. (laughs) Don't know why. (laughs) And Leopold was so cross, he took him hostage when he got him back. Um, for the first year, he did nothing but sit there and write a song for his sister. A year? Yeah. That's wow. That's the first year. Then he was given to Henry VI, the Holy Roman Emperor, in Triffles Castle. And the Pope said, that's really naughty. You're not allowed to kidnap kings. You're excommunicated. But Henry VI ignored him because everyone ignored the Pope. Um, <laughs> Can I just make the point? Neil Innes wrote Urban Spaceman in mm. 20 minutes. <laughs> How can you need a year? Things took a long time to get around. It may not have been a whole year. Let me check exactly how it flew by in those days, though. Flew by. It only took him three months to write the song. (laughs) (laughs) He was. I just knocked a tune out on the trombone. (laughs) Yeah, look at that, Richard the Lionheart, idiot. So it took three months for him to be handed over to Henry VI, the Holy Roman Emperor. Um, who said, by the way, as I'm your... I've got you captive, you should really sort of 
bow down to me. And Richard the Lionheart said, I am born of a rank which recognises no superior but God. Wowzers. Except he said it in French because he only spoke French, although he's an English king. He almost never came to England his whole life because he was also... I mean, in fairness, I, I did go and stay in an Airbnb... You yeah. know, in northern France with a guy who refused to learn French. So, it's one all. The ransom was 150,000 marks, which was twice, or between two and three times, the average annual income of the English crown. Wow. Um, his brother John was on the throne while he was in prison. Um, and sort of, we think, wasn't really that keen on getting him out. He was like, so mm. I could either keep 150,000 marks and you don't get out, yeah. or I pay it and then you become king and you also don't like me very much they didn't get on um but they did get about um in 1194 and um so how much later was that how, how? that is from december 1192 to march 1194 so f- 16 months so about. yeah so about four or five songs worth yeah <laughs> just an easy almost worth. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes and he got out and then he made his brother's life misery uh and that's what brothers do isn't it <laughs> He forgave, he forgave him, it says at one point. Like, what, what's he got to forgive him for? He's been in prison. That's brilliant, isn't yeah. it? That's a, that's a great bit of trolling, that. Yeah. You've been in prison, that, but I forgive you. Yeah. So that's that. Richard the Lionheart, taken prisoner by Leopold of Austria on the 20th of December, 1192. That's good. King of England being taken prisoner. That's very good. I think you... Oh, I hate you. Okay, well, I've got for the 20th of December, the Berlin Wall oh. does not come down, but for the first time it's opened... So this is uh, 1963, more than two years after it was constructed Mm. by East Germany to prevent its citizens from fleeing its communist regime. Although, obviously, that's not what they said. It's just to uh, keep out... It's to prevent the terrible corrupting... Yes. Nearly 4,000 West Berliners were allowed to cross into East Berlin to visit relatives. So this was uh, an agreement. Mm-hmm. And in the end, over 170,000 passes were eventually issued. And you got a one-day visit to see all the sites of East Berlin. <laughs> We've got rubble over here. Yes. We've got some concrete over here. And the, don't forget the famous standpipe. So it was kind of quite sad because it, there were families that hadn't seen each other for over two years. Mm. And they were finally reunited um, in one piece I wrote, said uh, tears, laughter, and quote other outpourings of emotions. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that we need to go into that. And uh, it's been a while, Granny. Loudspeakers uh, were set up in East Berlin, greeting visitors with the news that you are now in the capital of the German Democratic Republic. They were given a brochure explaining why the wall was built. Right. Nat. Okay, to protect our borders against the hostile attacks of the imperialists. Mm. Decadent Western culture, including Western movies and gangster stories, were flooding into East Germany before the wall sealed off such dangerous trends. Essentially just ban Martin Scorsese, don't build a wall. Whereas on on the West side, Mm. uh, a lot of people railed against the people who paid the visits, saying, oh, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have done that. Uh, You're a pawn of East German Mm. propaganda. Um, I don't know how that much led, of that was, all, was going on. Mm. The porn led to the outpourings of emotion. Well, exactly. All kinds of other outpourings of emotions yeah. going on. And editorials in newspapers said that the, the communists, are, they, they're going to use this to gain the West German acceptance of a permanent division of Germany. Oh. Which they, there they was, temporarily. Yeah, there was temporarily a permanent <laughs> division of Germany. Yeah. 
Oh, but it's you've right. won. Yeah. Oh, Leopold of Austria. That's so annoying. 5-4. Let's have the birthdays. Happy birthday to George Roy Hill, who directed Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and The Sting. Which were banned in East Berlin. Yes, because they were. <laughs> Happy birthday to Jenny Agatha, who was in The Railway Children. Which was banned in East Berlin. And also, happy birthday to Jonah Hill, who is in The Wolf of Wall Street. Which you can watch in East yeah, Berlin. You absolutely can. Uh, he's also the subject of the best gif ever. It's the one oh. I use most often when he's pinching the bridge of his nose. Oh, that's good. Oh, he also does the, the cutting cut, off cut sign. sign, but I don't use that one very often. I do use the him shamefacedly stroking his you eyes. You use gifts? Yeah, all the time. Oh, I'm judging you. It's so much easier than words. How do you even find them? What do you type? I type Joni Hill sigh. That's the only <laughs> one I ever typed. <laughs> It's a lovely little window into a little private part of your... No, I don't need to see it. I don't care. Send it to you. In fact, I'll tweet it to you. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) What a red letter day that will be. I'll be printing that one off. (laughs) Well, that won't give you the full effect, will it? You have to print off 24 copies of each one of each frame. Yeah, it's fine. I'll stick them all the way around the room and then just turn around blinking. Blinking. Yeah. (laughs) Analog GIFs. Death Day to Ethelbald in 860. He was the King of Wessex, who was made King of Wessex when his father went on a pilgrimage and then refused to give up being King of Wessex when his father got back. Uh, He then fought with his father. Um, He was the oldest brother of King Alfred. Um, Asa, who wrote the the life of Alfred, uh, complained about Ethelbald that he had married his stepmother, although it's not clear whether or not that was disapproved of in the 9th century. I mean, you could do anything in the 9th century. I know, but Asa did make a big fuss about it, and he was also in the 9th century. Going, He's married his mum. That's not right. Did he fancy? Yeah. Asa wanted... Yeah, I think that's what's going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's his mother-in-law, and I don't, I, don't, I don't think... No, stepmother. I'm just saying it's his stepmother. He shouldn't have... <laughs> Happy death day to Sakagawea, who was a... Shoshone woman who helped Lewis and Clark on their expedition. Ah, oh, did she help with the worms? I, I, I think she was probably already riddled with worms of her own. Ah, oh, that's nice to I share. Mean, she lived in the early 19th century, so she probably had a fair number of gut parasites. <laughs> she died on the 20th of December, 1812, or on April the 9th, 1884. What? Because someone claimed to be... Although her death was recorded in 1812, there was someone alive who claimed to be her up until... 62 eight, years later. 62 years later, when she would have been 95. Why not? So I she, mean, that's feasible. It is feasible. And, in fact, on her gravestone... Hmm. Well, it's a gravestone to the woman who lived till 95. Despite the fact that Chicago Ware's death was recorded in 1812 by someone travelling through New Orleans. In any case, she was food for worms. Yes. At both points. Yeah. Throughout. Also, happy death day to Dick Spooner. He's a cricketer. What is it about cricketers? Why does it have to be like that? Warwickshire. Dick Spooner. Happy death day to all of those people. (laughs) 
it's sort of like, <laughs> it was like lying on a dentist's chair. It's that like, I mustn't move. I must breathe steadily and not flinch. Yeah. About Dick Spooner. Dick Spooner. He could knock a ball around a, an area. I'm ready for my injection. <laughs> Round two. I'm taking back to December the 20th, 69. What? Which 69? 69. Oh, oh, 60. Oh, what? Oh, oh, 69. Yeah. 0069. Yeah. He was the worst James Bond. Yeah. He was very unhappy with his code name. <laughs> He's like, why do I have to be 0069? Yes, so, oh, oh, 69. And what's happened is, right, Lucius Vitellius, yeah, he's been sent to Germany, yeah, by the mm-hmm. Emperor Galba, right? Yeah. Because, and he gets there, and everyone's like, oh, we don't like you, mate. We don't like the Romans. So he's like, no, 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 no. Have some money. So he basically bribes everyone off till they're all like, ah, oh, Rome is excellent. <laughs> and then on January the 2nd, 69, everyone's like, he should be emperor. Because mm. we've all got Alexis now. So <laughs> then all the armies off of Germany and lots of people in Spain and Gaul and Britain, they're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. we've all got Lexuses. So they go down to Italy to just have it. Mm. So Galba, the emperor, what sent Vitellius off to Germany in the first place, well, he has been murdered now. Because that's what happens, isn't it? And so Vitellius' armies are like, come on, we'll have the person what's taken over. It's called Ofo. Otho. Oh no. Ofo. So they have a massive battle and Otho is uh-oh and he commits suicide on April 16th, right? Then Vitellius is all like, ah, hello. And the Senate's like, ah, oh, yes, we recognise you. You must he be, wasn't wearing a disguise. I remember. No moustache. Yeah. You're Vitellius. So then he goes into Rome. He sacrifices to Nero. And then he's like, these are my soldiers. They're guarding the place now. You can take your Praetorian guards and leave. Meanwhile, in the Balkans, some guy called Vespasian starts getting his dander up. So then he's like, oh, I'm the emperor of the Balkans. And now we're going to go back to Rome and we're going to have it and stuff with Marcus Antonius Primus. And then there's a massive battle with Vitellius's troops and that. And then um, Vitellius is all like, I best abdicate. And so he does. But then all the civilians in Rome are like, no, 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 we like Vitellius. He's cool. So now we're going to get some cobbles and some javelins and some roof tiles and we're going to chuck them at Vespasian's soldiers and there's going to be quite a lot of casualties actually because we're going to rip it up. Cassius Dio says 50,000 people died in the battle for Rome. What? Yeah, the temple of Jupiter was burned to the ground during the riots and Vespasian's army, under Primus's leadership, they attack yeah. and enter Rome on December the 20th and Vitellius yeah. was come out of Germany everyone's had the Lexus <laughs> murdered with and I quote great barbarity oh uh, what do we think that means I I know I mean, he, ended, he ended up in the Tiber that's all I know oh and his last words were <laughs> true but just before that it was yet I was once your emperor oh. rude <laughs> I added the rude bit um if you'd like to know what he looks in like... Incivilly! <laughs> <laughs> that is incivilly. Um, Suetonius. Yeah. Uh, who is the precursor to Sue Townsend, I think. Yes. 
who did the Diarius Adrianus, yeah, uh, describes Vitellius as being, in fact, abnormally tall, with a face usually flushed <laughs> from hard drinking. A deeper bit of the Tiber than yeah, everyone else. He's floating. I'm not standing here. <laughs> <laughs> a face usually flushed from hard drinking, a huge belly, and one thigh crippled from being struck once by a four-horse chariot. That's quite the picture. Hugely tall, enormous belly, listing yeah. to one side. Yeah. That's why I tell you. <laughs> well, that was delightful. Thank you. I am going to take you to the 20th of December, 2007. Oh, that's not history. <laughs> I've got socks from then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing socks yeah. from before then. I've got pants from then. Uh, um, I've got shirts from 20 years before that. Yeah, that, that, I'm say there, that's not even an old part of my clothing <laughs> no, in 2007. What I still consider to be my new, new yeah. wooden spoon <laughs> is the one from then. It's brought since my wedding, so it's definitely new. Yeah. Um, in, on the 20th of December, 2007, Elizabeth II became the oldest queen ever to have been a queen. Queen Victoria had lived till 81, but in 2007, Elizabeth II smashed through that record, and she's still going today. So the question is, what can kill her? Time isn't doing its part. I think what keeps her young at heart... Because you can tell by looking at her, she's a joyful young soul. I think what keeps her young is Prince Philip's outpouring of emotions. I think there's something what, in it. What ages her prematurely is Prince Andrew's outpouring of... Oh, yeah, anything at all. Oh, <laughs> on that note... <laughs> I'm going to say Vitellius has won it. And this, oh. Elizabeth II feels like... Well, the performance was so marvellous, I can't possibly... Come on! that just knowing that Elizabeth II got older was... Wait, does that mean... Yeah, five all. Fine. It's the weekend, and we don't stop... No. In fact, we race to a climax. We love the weekend. We love the weekends even more. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, you lot don't. You don't listen to the weekends, but we do. Yeah, we have a great time. <laughs> and we're going to have a massive outpouring of emotion on Sunday <laughs> when we crown our winner for the week, the last yes. winner of the year. Uh, do join us. Why don't you subscribe and then Please it will download do. those episodes and you can just listen to them on Monday morning Precisely. when you're going into work. Oh, have a d- great fun. big Sunday listening session. I would recommend 10 a.m. Mm. Sunday morning. Yeah. Because. Potter around, make some toast. Yeah, because, frankly, the radio is not very good. It's awful, It's it? the Archer's Omnibus then, right? Yeah. Who's going to listen to that? And that doesn't even have the proper theme tune. No, the it's the weird accordion yeah. thing. They don't go to... I thought, oh, they're going to France this episode. No. It's oh. just the other three stuck together. Can I put in my alternative Archer's theme tune here? Do. <laughs> cool, because it's... I think historians will appreciate the uh, <laughs> refrain. Here it is. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.